Welcome to the Medic Materials Podcast. If you came Damn. here for a healthy dose of EMS professionalism, you just made a huge mistake. Each week, we discuss all things EMS, review some calls. We also try to get you to pry open your wallets and buy some cool merch and join the Patreon. Somewhere along the way, we also do a fair amount of education and say some smart things. So push the kids out of the room, settle in, let's get started. Hello and welcome, everyone, back to the Medic Materials mm. Podcast. The dam is correct, Gerard, but not for the reason that I'm thinking. Ah. Yep, yep. Um, I have in store today a wonderful topic to talk about. That isn't, uh, it, isn't that, how we're gonna make EMS great again? No, no. Lo, lo, hold on. Let me. Oh, let me do some brand there new advertising. <laughs> Kaplow, the brand new mega sticker from Medic Materials. Thank you, Gerard, <laughs> for creating the mega sticker. Make Thank EMS you. great again. Um. <clears throat> If I was, if there were four of us, we would be in the, the larger boxes, and you'd be able yes, to stare yes. at it the whole time. I, I feel, I feel cramped right now. Yeah, I can't. I can only see one of Emily's eyes because you know she's playing solitaire, and I'm always playing solitaire. There you go. Oh, now I can see the other eye, halfway in between. There you go. <laughs> it is I mean, what it is, though. Uh, but uh, getting to our our sound effects here, I have to introduce. Miss Emily, got a the, badass over here. the badass is mm. in today. Uh, it's it's been a while, Em. Um, I know we uh, sure. we had some weird conflicts of recording Mondays, recording Fridays, then going back to Mondays, and your and whole your Fridays. whole yeah. Now we're back to Fridays, so um, it, yeah, it's it's been it's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun trying to figure out how to record this show. Schedule. But yet somehow, even with our very inconsistent stretch that we've had in the last couple months, this show continues to grow. And I don't understand how. <laughs> I really don't. Because it 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 still it still baffles me when people walk up to us and say, Hey, I'm a fan of the show. I listen. You guys are wonderful. I still don't understand why. I still give them the goofy look, like, why do you even listen to us? It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I love it. Thank you. But it just, it will never compute with my brain how people actually find us amusing. (laughs) I said, just, just, just shut the fuck up and let it happen. That's right. That's exactly (laughs) it. That is exactly it. Um, Just say that. Just say thank you. Yep, exactly. So I'm going to move straight on into today's uh, rig check once I pull it up on my little desktop computer here. Um, And uh, I'm going to first make a shout out to uh, the in New York State, the Palinville Fire Department, who uh, recently just signed up to uh, be exclusive members of the Medic Materials CME Academy. So we are now offering all of their CMEs through the Academy. Very nice. Um, so if you guys are looking, if you're a fire department, an EMS agency that does, you know, needs providers to do research, sign up with the CME Academy. It's that simple. It is really a painstakingly easy process and it is, we're not boring as fuck like target solutions. Exactly. And it's, it's not EMS one. It's, it is, you are listening to this show 
in your car, in the gym, wherever you want, <laughs> being entertained, but also learning. And I still think somebody's going to wake up one day at the state and be like, we let them do what? I know. I'm, <laughs> wait, I'm waiting for the hammer to come down, man. Right? I really am. Yeah, I'm waiting right? for it. Um, but if you're a member of... It's like they're talking about prison wallets. I don't remember that being I, the curriculum. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it. It, It is the secret in my brain that I worry about the most. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of providers that, you know, one of them just came to me. They said, hey, I'm almost due. I didn't do anything. How can, like, what do I need to do? I was like, you need to get hmm. on the CME Academy and start listening to shows. And that is what they're doing. And they're going to complete almost their entire research through us. So, again, cool. if you're if you're in Pennsylvania or New York State, you can use these CMEs for your CME credits. And um, I was going to say, Tammy, you got credit for North Carolina, too. So, yeah. So there's there's oh. another option as well. So uh, yeah, she put she put hers and they were like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, Fucking A. Yeah, that's right. absolutely right. But uh, more information medic-materials.com you can find out all the information for the CME Academy there or just send me an email info uh, materials at gmail.com and I will send you a price list I guarantee you we will be cheaper than any other platform out there mm -hmm. um, the other big you know wonderful thing about it is the fact that um, people are switching over because I'm finding out that a lot of those other uh, programs like EMS one and target solutions have a minimum requirement of students. And they're like, oh, wow. they're like 10, 15 students. So if, if you want to sign up, you know, your four individuals at your local fire department, you can't do it. Guess what you can do with us. You can sign those four individuals up because Hell I yeah. don't have a minimum number. You want to sign up one person through an agency? I'll do it. I don't care. Right? Um, so there's that. Next, absolutely, guys, buy your damn stickers. Like, there's there's a, there's a crap ton of them. Right? Um, Emily got her first look at the Phil Foundation sticker today. Nice. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, we have awesome ones. You know, the BSI Scene Safe one. I love this one. Right. Um, you know, the coffee IV bag. Like, uh, you know, all of our first responder fuel. Gerard's favorite, the Black Cloud EMS guy. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> My favorite, the Diesel Bolus guy. Yeah, you know? yeah I like that one. Um, there's a ton of them. They are all the exact same price. Head on to uh, medic-materials.com. You can see all the merch there. It'll the mega sticker. The mega sticker, absolutely. That is on there. I... I took it out of my pile and I put it on the, uh, you the gotta have the mega so. sticker. Um, but, uh, <laughs> lastly, I just want to shout out our, uh, listeners in a brand new sector of the country or, uh, world, I should say. I and that say, is, uh, new South Wales, Australia. So Australia, thank no you shit. very much for listening. Uh, and the great state of Montana, which I absolutely love that place. And mm -hmm. a, uh, special thanks to our brand brand new patreon nene so thank really? you again for uh for becoming a patreon gerard and i are working on a on something to uh to bring some more content a little bit yeah. more regular to the pot to the the patreon you know platform so uh you patreons stay and uh be prepared look out for it it's coming
Um, so, uh, so guys, I am bringing today not a call, not really news, but something that I saw that caught my eye. Um, right. It was it was in my email, and I read it, and I was like, "Huh, you know what? We have never actually spoken about this topic." And being the enthusiasts that we are, I think um, it could lend itself to some interesting conversation. I know that we've talked about different aspects of um, helping EMS and helping the industry kind of protect itself. Um, But um, I will just come straight out with the million-dollar question Um, and you know, to those that know that reference and remember the million dollar man ripped to Virgil. Um, but, um, yeah, what is your guys thoughts? Yay or nay. And then we'll go into a couple of the different aspects of this, you know, deeper. Uh, what is your guys opinion on EMS carrying firearms for personal protection? because I saw this article and, and I could, I could bring it up. I I have it right here. So, um, but it's titled and this literally just came out on the 29th. So yesterday, uh, it is a gems article and I don't typically like, I don't like gems, but this got me thinking, right. And they don't really say a lot of, you know, great things Mm. in here, but they title it, Is It Time for an Armed EMS System? The decision to arm EMTs and paramedics is a complex and multifaceted decision. Now, I don't have to go through all this. Please I don't. Think, I, exactly. <laughs> I think that we can easily discuss this without, so, without the article. But let me get your, your basic thoughts first. So I am a, I have, a, I have changed my position on this. Because we have spoken about this before. I, I don't know if we spoke about it. I thought we did it on one of the episodes. I don't remember um, ever. It may have It may have been the old podcast. Oh, okay. But I know I we talked about this at one point on in time. Show. And I remember at that time, I was like, absolutely not. It's not what we're there for. You know, I don't want to be worrying about, you know, guarding my side or whatever. And, you know, worrying about weapon retention while I'm trying to treat somebody. But in recent, you know, craziness and where we're at now, I think I have changed my mind and I am like, you know what? We need to start sending people through courses, you know, weapon retention, firearms training, you know, that kind of stuff. And they need to be able to carry. I think uh, as long as it's, you know, it's an agency wide, hey, if you want to do this, these are the steps you need to follow in order to be able to do it. But if you want to do it, then it's your life. Feel free to, you know, defend it. Um, you know, you have to get training and that kind of stuff. It's not just, hey, you know, take granted a shotgun with you to work. But, right, uh, right. But, and yeah, no, I've changed my mind. Like, I, I'm I'm all for it now. Which is interesting because, yeah. I, like I said, I didn't. I did not recall that we had this conversation oh, prior. Yeah. Um, so I didn't remember your position. 
And and we'll get to mine, but I want to hear what Emily has to say about this. I'm not totally against it. I I do think that we, as our profession stands now, I don't know how many of them I would trust to carry a gun. But I'm with Gerard. Like, if you train it and you put the expectations out there, like, why can't I protect my life? Yeah. So, so I think my... My opinion kind of varies with different variables, right? We had like, I'm, I'm, everybody knows by now, you know, I'm a huge second amendment person. I could care less. I like, I think everybody who wants to should be able to exercise that right. Whether we're at work or not. However, going with, you know, how we already train our providers in medicine. Now we're going to put on top of that. Oh, well, you also need to, you know, be proficient in a firearm. You need to do small arms training. You need to do weapon retention. You need to do close quarters combat. You need to do all of these other things. And we can't get past the 30% first pass intubation rate. Well, this would be definitely something that, you know, not only was it voluntary, but, you know, you have to meet these. It's, you know, I wouldn't put it on, um, you know, where it's like an like an agency issued, you know, weapon. That kind of no, like, like you need to, this is something you take on your own. You have to meet a certain standard and yes. you have to maintain so competency. Who's watching that? Because look at all of our education people that are watching our search. They're not doing anything. Right. They don't even know when I expire. They're not watching that. And, no, and no, but that, but this is what but this is what I'm saying though is is for that there would have to definitely be some robust oversight put in place. Absolutely, I think you that it, in theory it could be a good idea with some standards here. Well, and yeah. and so do I. I think ultimately, you know, this helps EMS a lot yeah. in the term of like, you know, there are systems that you do not get an officer for a long period of time. Yeah. There are systems where those officers do not ride with you to the ER. You know, there and I've worked in some of those systems. Like when I worked in the city down south, there was no chance that I was getting a city or town officer to my overdose because they were so busy. They didn't go to medical calls unless it was like an active shooter or something or a domestic. If it was like yeah. a measly overdose, you're not getting a cop. Even yeah. if you ask for a cop, you're not getting one. And even when you get them sometimes, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, but there have been a couple of times where I've reminded them, hey, did anybody search this guy? Right. Before they put him in the ambulance and, and they all look at each other like, oh, I thought you did it. Right. You know? Right. Well, so they're not going with you. So they're like, oh, I just came to the CMA call, AMS call. I'm just going to stand here. Well, right. still my life in danger. Right. Right. So and, Go ahead, Gerard. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it, and a lot of the places where, you know, you would think wouldn't be the most dangerous actually are. And, and it's like, like the rural environments, yeah. you know, out in, out in the sticks in the middle of the night, you know, some weird fucking call. And yeah, the nearest cop is a county mountie that's, you know, 20, 30 minutes away. Well, and, uh-huh. and I mean, even in the county that I'm working now, right, just the other day I was working in their fly car and 
I wasn't even going to a call or anything. I literally just passed a disabled vehicle on the side of the road. Their wheel had fallen off. Their brake pad was, you know, gore. Was, like, was, was, was Butch driving? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, you know, but I, I had called it in, and I was like, listen, you know, I'll park my truck, put the lights on to protect these guys because they were like half in the roadway. And I, yeah, I've done shit like that too in the right, flight cars. Yeah. I've wait. I waited 45 minutes for a trooper to get there. And like, yeah. granted my County's big, but it took forever for that cop to get there. Yeah. Now, granted they're, you know, they're getting their coffee. They're taking their dump because it's a disabled vehicle. Who cares? I know they're lollygagging, but even still, like if that was, you know, just based off a of distance, I'm now there, you know, because scenes can change. We've talked about oh, yeah. that, right? You go in and it's safe. And then a what if it's a family, bunch of meth, meth heads that right, a, just happen to break down? A new family you know? member gets there and, you know, causes a stir. And now the scene becomes yep. unsafe, right? So I definitely think that there are avenues where this comes in handy. Personally, I just don't trust my fellow providers or the agency to police it well enough. Like, I don't have that faith. I well, look, at, I look at how they police, like Emily said, our education and our certifications, our QI. I look at how they police, you know, all these different things, and. I just, I don't trust them to do the right thing. You know, just, and I don't even want to get into like the yeah. whole legality and insurance cost. Right. right. Like, am I going to have to now carry personal protection insurance? Like, is that a thing? You know? Oh, Hey, if I shoot somebody, cause I'm yeah, on duty thing. or like, is the agency has to pick that up? I would, I would definitely say that that would be something that, you know, and again, yeah, it depends on where you live. Um, like, you know, agencies up there are these little fiefdoms all, right. you know, all on, on their own. Whereas down here, you know, these are county-based systems. So this would be a county thing. Right. Which you could train with the county deputies, which it, it wouldn't be that hard to implement. Up there where you've got every little motherfucker in their, their little, little kingdom that they don't like to let others play in, um, you know, now you've got an issue. Right. Because nobody wants to be standardized. Everyone wants to do their own thing. You know, you know, you don't, don't, don't piss across the line on my line. Well, you know, and with that goes the little, you know, the countywide systems can afford the extra training, the, you know, all of that development of that that Hmm. process. So maybe you should do away with small little private fiefdoms and just go county. (laughs) That would, how about that? You'd wonder, uh, Right? You know, it, it's almost like, you know, our fellow, you know, Australian listeners right. figured it out years ago when yeah. they made it province-wide EMS. Yeah, it is. So yeah, like don't fuck around on New there. South Wales EMS, the right. whole freaking yeah. province is one giant EMS yeah. system. Yeah, Queensland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I wonder how that's working. Oh, I don't know. They export the most amount of paramedics to the rest of the world. Huh? 
I wonder and dude, and their if guys, that's their guys, actually working. And their medics do shit we only fucking dream about. Exactly. They're dude, they've got fentanyl lollipops. You yeah, know? man. You know, Why the fuck don't we have that? Because God forbid that you give people ketamine, let alone fentanyl it. lollipops. What a great, what a great you know? MCI tool. Here. Yes. I gotta goodness. go. I gotta go person to person. I know you're in pain. Here's a fentanyl lollipop. I'm taping it to your thumb. Suck on it as you need it. I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. You know, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. You know. Like. I think there are plenty enough times. You know that I can think of in my career alone where I don't know, like I doubt I would have fired more than once. There was one time when I worked in the city down South that I actually what my life was put in danger physically. And if it wasn't for my ex Marine partner, I probably would have gotten stabbed with a kitchen knife. So in that sense, so I probably would have used it one time in 17 years that I could actually remember. Right. But just knowing. All it takes is one time to kill you. Well, you exactly. Know? It only takes one time. I mean, right? we just had the, what was it out in, I forget, was it in Western New York or, or, Ohio or whatever the hell oh, was yeah, it just, those, those just recently two firemen and the, and the yeah. paramedic died. Yeah. Yeah. Two, no, two cops and a paramedic. Oh yeah. Two cops and a paramedic. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just takes one moment of, of, of inattention and you know, you're not expecting it. Right. And then here comes an asshole. Right. Um, or, or they call it and, and they're waiting as an ambush. Yep. You know? Um, yeah. I'm not saying that would have made a difference there. You know, who knows? But so the one thing that we don't talk about that is, I mean, it is a legit issue, not not issue, but it, it, it's it's a legitimate effect of carrying a firearm, and that's a deterrent. Yes. You see somebody with a you know with a weapon on their hip, especially somebody in a uniform, and now they've got a gun on their hip. Right. They 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 get chill a whole lot quicker because they start they oh they know how to use that thing. Right. You know. Right. Maybe I, maybe I maybe I should come correct. Right. You know. And, you know, and that's, I, what, that's why that's why when we show up, they're like, yo, man, fuck you. As soon as the cop shows up, it's, oh, yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't yeah. know, you know, I, I look at it from, like, I think if you're going well, to have. I don't, I don't know how good I did my crackhead voice with the, with the cold there. <laughs> like, yo, man, fuck you. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I don't know if it would be better for EMS to conceal or to open, like, you know, just like an officer does. Just, you know, have it on your hip as in a holster. No, it, oh, you know, no definitely I open. Think, I agree. I think, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think in terms of you being able to get at it, you need to have it open. I think as the deterrent, oh, you yeah. have it as open. Um, you know, there's... There's just too many, there's too many cases, you know, EMS does not do a good job. Um, and I, and I guess this is my main worry is that EMS does a really poor job at de-escalation, mm -hmm. right? So do cops, like a lot of cops come on the seams and make them worse. I think we're better at it. 
I think we are better yeah. than the cops, but we're still pretty terrible at it because what I'm, do we do immediately, right? We get defensive. They yelled at us. We're going to yell right back. Oh, we're going to be big and mean. And now we're giving that's the problem. These, and now we're giving these providers that do that a firearm to utilize. That scares the bejesus. And that's the problem. Yeah, and you're right because, like, I, I, I've de-escalated shit that, like, I, I've never tussled around with, with people. I mean, to, to a certain extent, I mean, I've, I've had tussles, but, but not where, I've come on scene and someone's like, "Oh, I write, you oh, fuck you," and all this shit, and not, and I haven't been able to talk them down. I always am able to calm the situation down, right? Because I don't come in there and go, "Fuck me," no, "fuck you," no. I come in and they're like, "Yo, man, fuck you," I'm like, "Yo, yo, check this out." Look at me, you know. I'll, I'll, I go like this. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. I'm not the cops. Right. I'm just here to help you, bud. Yeah. You know, and as soon as they get that eye contact and you can break through, nine times out of ten they're like, "All right," you know, unless they're on some shit, and they're like, "Well, this ain't gonna work," you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Night night, you know. Right. But, uh, but I, I, yeah, I mean, like, I've never. I can honestly say I've never escalated something into something. Right. You know. It, if it happened, it happened. There was no no way to avoid it. But I know you're talking about. I I I yeah, me and Butch rode with somebody who Yeah, I mean would get down, you know, somebody who's in police custody and say, Hey, uh, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that. They go, Fuck you. And he goes, literally watched him do it. First words out of her mouth were fuck you. The very next thing out of his mouth was, Yeah, well, fuck you too. Take her the fuck away. I don't want, I'm done with this fucking bitch. And walked away. I was like, really? After just one fuck you? Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> I was like, I, I would have at least gone three. Right. You know? And and that's like that's my yeah. big worry. We have yeah. zero de-escalation training in EMS. Zero. Yeah. Nurses oh. in the ER get more, you know, de-escalation and, you know, self-protection. You know. And they're still not good at it. Right. And they're still not good at it. But we don't train it. We don't, and like, we don't mention it. Nothing. It's, oh, a patient's yelling at me. Okay, let's call the cops because they're so good at de-escalation. Let's get them on so we can rile this scene up a little bit more. Right. Right. Because, you know, their their first words when they show up isn't, hey, how's it going? Tell me what's wrong. It's, stop resisting. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Shut up. Get over here. Whatever it might be. When was the last time you told somebody to calm down and it actually worked? Right. Well, and that's it, right? You know, like, I couldn't tell you how many times, you know, we walk in and we're like, you know, chill out, calm down. Like, you know, I like Gerard's method where you're like, look at me, look directly at me and we'll figure this out. Because if you yeah, just go, I do it all the time. Oh, you just calm down. It'll be okay. We'll they're tell like, you that and see how well that works. Exactly. Like, they're not okay. Right. It, ain't <laughs> not, it is not going to be okay. Right. You know, um, <laughs> you know, and. I, I, this is, this is such a, you know, a slippery slope because there's, there's so many layers to it. You know, you have the insurance layer, you have the training layer, you have the upkeep layer, you have who manages it, you know, is it the agency? Is it the individual? But then, you know, like who takes that fault, you know? Okay. You know, the, the agency allows someone to carry, and they're doing it with their personal firearm and then yeah. you know they're open carry and now all of a sudden they 
you know, utilize it. Now what? Who, right. Who takes that blame? Is it on the person? Is it on the agency? Well, like, like I said, but look at the, like, especially right now with PD in the news and like all the officer involved shootings, look how they are under a microscope. And it blows my mind that in the, in a split second decision, they are deciding whether their life is at risk or not. And they decide yes. And they're, you know, doing what they can about it. And then they're getting thrown in jail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How did that not happen to me? And, and right. now you look at certain states, right? Where like, we're in New York. New York hates people with guns. 100%. You know? So like, if, and if, they hate cops. if you even brandish <laughs> a firearm in New York State with no intention of using it, you literally just take it and you show it as a deterrent you are at fault and will go to jail. So New York doesn't even want you to show it. They want you to shoot somebody with it. And then you still might be on the hook if they don't deem it. Oh, you will be. If they don't deem it was worthy enough. Yeah. You know, after they look at it for three months when I had a 0.3 second decision to make. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and this is what I don't trust EMS providers with. I agree. I, I, it, I wish, it, yeah, that, I, mean, I, I really I, wish that I could be like, yes, let's do this. It's fabulous. I just, I don't trust my coworkers to be able to handle that's this. Where I'm here on it. I love the idea of it. I think we should be allowed to protect ourselves. I don't trust the people that I'm with enough no. to have done. Yeah. And it, it what goes, happens when they decide, like, oh, I'm in danger, I'm going to shoot this. Oh, by the way, I'm right behind you. Like, you just shot me, too. Right. Right. I mean, we can't treat medical problems in an emergent situation. Now we're going to treat my life and death problems in an emergent situation. It's just right. not going to work. I guess, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, not, I'm I have the same concerns. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think of would be, you know, just training and oversight, you know super high standard of training, super high, you know, oversight, but then, yeah, I mean, at some point you're going to have to turn these people loose and you might have people that really have no business, you know, carrying anything, um, you know, let alone a firearm and they're, you know, with that mental attitude out there, it's, it's not, it's not always a smart idea. Right. But you know, you think about this on the cop side too, is like, there's cops that shouldn't be carrying guns. Like there's bad apples in every profession. I fully believe that. Right. The re make it to the news in a three year period. And now all of a sudden nobody trusts a cop. I don't know if our profession could handle that media storm of like, Oh no, we can't trust the MS because they carry guns now. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh my God. So Emily, you bring up a really good point. It brings a light bulb to my, to my brain. It's like, okay, you hear the cops you know, the, the cop story of, oh, they shot an unarmed person, you know, who was charging at them or whatever, whatever scenario you want to take. Or, you know, they they opened up the car door and they were running at them and the cop felt like, oh, man, he saw something. So he shot him. Right. right? Now you change that to grandma had a heart attack and on, you know, at 11 o'clock, you're going to find out that the EMS shot her husband. And right. it's like, whoa, what right. is that? Right? Because right. you know the media is going to flip it on us. 100%. Yeah. And our profession can't handle that. 
Exactly. Like, I cannot handle that. We would I definitely mean, be dying. For, I mean, we are dying for passion, but that would absolutely <laughs> nail in the coffin. Right. That's the spike in the heart. <laughs> Honestly, would you let, I mean, if you didn't trust somebody, would you let them into your house? No. Now you're going to create even more frenzy on every single call. Right. I mean, the, the only thing I would say to counter that would be we weren't targets before. Now we are. Agreed. You know, I agree with that. Um, yep. I think that little, that little, that one. The, the, those little shit fucking plate body armor kits that they, that they tuck away in an ambulance for you to, because they got on a grant and they say, oh, this is to protect you, you know, from getting shot. Well, if you're not wearing it, it how is it protecting me? Right. What are you gonna Hold on. Don't shoot me till I go put my plate on. And, I, and I'm sorry. You know? Coming from you, you, that means you have to wear them at all times right. on every call. Coming yep. from somebody in my experience who worked in a system that provided body armor and it was mandated that we wear it from start to finish of shift. It is like I feel for the cops that have to do it every single day. Mm -hmm. Like I really do, right? It is not fun. I worked in a, in a different city down in South New York that is extremely dangerous to this day. Yeah. And it was mandated. The agency bought every single provider a vest and yeah. you, you had to maintain it. It's hard to work like, in it, man. It's I mean, hard. it's, it's it was, almost impossible to work in it. It was difficult to do EMS work in a vest. Yeah. It really was, especially one that's like not bought for you. Right, exactly. Right? It's like, it's just it's the one just, size fits all. It's, no. Right. It it yeah. was very tough. Like imagine trying to lift Aunt Betty in a Reeves down a flight of stairs around and corners the, and, and this and shit doesn't getting, breathe. And you're, you know, getting choked oh, yeah. by your vest. Right? Yeah. It sucked. And you're sweating your ass off because it doesn't breathe. Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I was um, the thinnest I ever was. Maybe that's how I should lose weight again. Right. Start wearing a vest every day. Right. Um, well, well, I believe that's illegal now in New York, too. So yeah, just keep well, You know, there's things. You know. As, not as, only can you not, you, we don't want you defending yourself, but we don't want you protecting yourself either. <laughs> you know, you will be sheep, damn it. You will be sheep. Right. <laughs> um, um, if it kills you know, us. But, <laughs> but, but it's like... But like I said, my, my my thing is is the you know we we were we were never targets before, but we are now. I so agree. the fact that I know I'm gonna that I could be a target at any time, yeah. Do I want to make the conscious decision? Do I work in a vest? You know, do I have a means of protecting myself that I carry with me? You know, it. it I think we're getting to a point now where, especially with the the way things are, that there's going to have to be an answer to some of these questions. Cause I agree. I think this is coming way faster than we think. Yeah. I think that if we could plan this now and get all this stuff in order, we are going to be better off because I don't think it's a, Oh, should we or not? I think it's when. Yeah, I think so. Now I just, I just had a spontaneous thought, right? We're talking about, you know, a sidearm handgun for lethal force. Well, they also make sidearms that are air right, like air handguns. Well, they have less than lethal a, tasers and stuff. Less lethal kinetic rounds, right? Why can't EMS use those and not 
like an actual firearm, right? Because bad, because bad guys don't carry those. I understand that, but from a uh, from a protection, you know, standpoint, if you're getting charged at, or if you're, you know, in the back of a moving ambulance and you're in a struggle or something and, you know, that that is your only option, that might be a better option than just let me blow some holes in the guy and hope that I don't hit my partner that's driving, well, you know? I don't know. I, it's it's just well, something that popped into my head. The, the, the close it's... the close in struggle thing scenario i mean that that would be a, a, a scenario where i could see having the firearm would not be the best of ideas because like i said it, it's you're, it's, you're it's, in it's, a tin can you have to know how to retain your weapon yeah you know and if you don't and it gets taken from you well now it's going to get used on you right yeah. um so that's that's my only that was my thing about that type of a scenario but I mean, to be honest, if I'm reaching to pull something out to to point it at somebody because I'm I'm in fear of being hurt, then then there's a reason I'm doing it, and it's not I'm not going to shoot a pellet at them. I I, I well, I kind of agree with you, no. Jared. Like, I want to know that this is going to stop this person now. Exactly. Yeah. It, oh no! Now what? They're still coming. I mean, Dude, how many guys on PCP you see uh, on the cops? You know, they got you know eight tasers going, and I'm for, you know six ways from Sunday, right. and they're still coming. You know. Um, I'll never forget the one where he, the, the dude was high on PCP and he had a little baby and was wandering around in a pond threatening to drown the kid. And they rolled up on him in a boat and were cracking him with nightsticks in the head. You see his head split open and he's just gushing blood everywhere and they're whacking him and whacking him and he ain't going down. Yeah. Yeah. You no. Know? I, I, you gotta shoot him. Yep. You know? Yep. But but like I said, you know, this is we're not talking about you know carrying a a firearm for law enforcement purposes. This would be this is strictly a self defense last resort. If I feel like I'm going to get killed here or my partner is going to get killed, I'm going to stop it. You know. Um, so so or like I don't I don't know what happened with those guys out there, but you know I mean you got three guys ambushed or whatever. You know, two of them had firearms. They weren't able to return fire. You know. There, there, there might not be a situation where you know it's going to be there. You know, uh, you're going to be able to use it every time. But you know, the fact that it that you would have it there, I think we're getting to that point now where um, I, I would feel better if there was a system in place where I could have it with me. Yeah, and that's just that's just being me. What What do you guys think about you know the there was a <laughs> There's an argument to be said, you know, not just that, you know, we're now targets and, you know, that sort of thing, but also that, you know, EMS is starting to be in the fold of these active shooter situations. Yeah. Like Las Vegas and stuff like that, right? Or a mall shooting or a club shooting or whatever it might be, right? And EMS is, is going into these hot zones yeah. under fire sometimes just yeah. normal EMS people, not tactical EMS, not vested EMS. These are just normal people going, are you hit? Are you hit? Are you hit? No, go over there, run. But in front of me, there's one officer. What happens when he goes down now? Right. 
Well, and, well, and, uh, and so where, where's the line in like that situation that you maintain being a medical provider and not a LEO? Well, so here, so here's, here's the, I don't want to say the compromise or, or here's, here's something else I thought about, um, you know, and again, your little fief to agencies that, you know, want to count calls, um, uh, call volumes know, up. Call, it's call, call volume. Year. Check our call volume. It's always you know, up because we don't have the money down. for it's we up. don't have the we don't have the money for two ply. Our call <laughs> volumes down, you know. Um, and uh, the only the only real true answer to this equation would be to put a third person on the truck as the armed individual who can overwatch everything and not get their head into the patient treatment game. But stay out here and and cover everybody. You know that would be that that would be the that would be the the smart answer. I would love to see that implemented. So I think that's a great idea. Maybe not where like I work because I'm in the middle of nowhere out here. Like you're really in the middle of nowhere, but like where you used to work, yeah, in really dangerous communities and these really dangerous cities. Like I would love to see how that works. Yeah, I I I would say even rural, maybe even worse because. Like Bro. when I worked in, when I worked in the, in, in a urban environment, uh, you know, my, my, my local urbanites, like you, you knew where you stood with them, you know, the homies knew, you know, they, they knew what, like every single call. I cannot tell you the last time I did an EMS call that the cop was not there already. It, it's, and they it's, go to everything. 80 year old shortness of breath. Oh, they're there marking the house. Right. <laughs> okay. So I kind of have it. You have it the opposite that like I have it. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't seen a cop on a scene yet yeah. in this county. Like, oh my god! Like in my rural like places, where one. yeah, I would be out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night by myself, and it's and like that's what I'm saying. So like, and I'm not, I'm not a super rural spot. Don't get me wrong, but like these really dangerous communities, put a three person crew on and somebody just to oversee. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love to and, see. And, and I, I would like to see that as a pilot program. Yeah, I would know? love but, to see that, but. You know, ultimately, this is this has to this decision has to come down from the legislator of the state. This isn't like an agency can't just be like, "Oh, we're going to carry today." the The state right. has to take it seriously enough to to lobby for it, and then pass legislation to change the gun carrying laws. Well, I remember during the uh, during the you know the recent unpleasantness where we had all of the uh, the mostly peaceful protests in twenty twenty. And, um, yeah, well, when we were having our mostly peaceful protest in, in the city we worked in or nearby, you know, the place we worked at, remember we asked the question, like I asked the question, I was like, what is the policy? And their reply was, we don't have a policy. So whatever you feel you need to do to protect yourself, you do. Yeah. Which is bullshit because then you do something. Right, and, and they and, and they'll throw and you into the bus. And then they just run right. right over you. Right, you know, there's that gray area to run right. you right over. Oh, we never said that, you know. Right, like, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's this is such a can of worms, and I agree. I think that you know the the heads at the table of the EMS system, at least where we are, and I'm sure there's a lot of other systems like it. Mm is they are thinking <clears throat> how do we keep call volume up how do we get providers in seats 
How do we put ambulances? How do we on pay roads? them the minimum we can? Right. How do we pay them the <laughs> minimum we can? How do we not reimburse Medicare and Medicaid rates? How right. do we do all these things, right? Be, with their grandiose, you know, plan of attack right. that they've tried a hundred times before and it always failed. So let's try it once more to waste some right. more taxpayer money, right? Because this time, magically, the government's going to fix it, right? Yep. And now we tell them, oh, well, you know what? This is more important than all that because it's crew safety. And you learn in CFR class, EMT class, scene safety is number one. You, yourself, your partner. Like, and and the governments aren't going to take it seriously. No. You know? No. How long have we been pushing to get body cameras in EMS? I know. And good, good luck. The, the legislatures are still like, meh. What? Why not? Dude, there's still cops out there that don't have body cameras on them. Exactly. When I did, when I when I had that weird fucking bug up my ass to go to dispatch, and that I would have been so. You know, I I I would I would be issuing gear in the morning. You know, they'd come up and be like, eh, I need this. Uh, you know, give me a. Guys who were first come first served, like, I hey, let me get a body cam and SD card and you know and, and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, here you go, here you go. And then, you know, when the rest of the road patrol showed up and I'm they're like, uh, let me get a body cam and SD card. I'm like, You lose, you don't get that today. Sorry, bud. It's your word against theirs, so don't shoot anybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, you know, there's there's so much provider angst and you know, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like hold up and, you know, anger towards just having a body camera on because they they know in their, you know, heart of hearts that it's going to show how terrible they are. Right. Well, and, and they don't want it. Or, or, or it'll make them actually have to do their shit. It'll, it'll make, make them, them do their job. Right. It'll ha- it'll make them not be a less that chest pain. And you can sit there and say, oh, it's just for protection. They're not going to look at the video. You know damn well they're going to use that punitively for something that has absolutely no bearing on my job. Right. Absolutely. Well, and that's oh, it, too. You took too long talking to that nurse at the hospital. We're going to we're gonna rate you up for this. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, there's, so there's a, there's, a, there's a thing where you can you can click them on and click them off. So, you know, the policy should, if, if, if it does come into play, it should be, you know, at the moment you arrive on scene, click it on. Yep. You know, and then you click it off when you deliver them to the hospital. Um, you know, after your patient report, boom, click it off. Done. Yep. You know, and then that should be uploaded to your chart. And that should be yeah. attached. Exactly. So done. that is just like your intubation video. Yep. That should be attached to the chart. So anybody want to see that? And, and just think about the legality aspects of like a good provider that gets jammed up with a, with a family that's like wanting to go after him. Right. Oh, you killed grandma. It's like, um, grandma was going to die anyway. Look grandma at was 98 fucking years old. You know? Look at all of what I did to save grandma. Oh wait, here's video proof of it. Go pound sand. Right. Yeah. She was right. 98 years old smoking with a fucking, you know, nasal cannula in her. Sorry. Right. Right. Sorry. Much her face exploded. You know, right. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's just, it is so f- infuriating that we just keep banging our heads on the wall thinking that we're going to go anywhere in this industry. 
I would yeah. I, like, I want to hear, I know that there are law enforcement people that, you know, listen to this show. I know that there's, you know, probably a lawyer out there that listens to this show. I mean, we have worldwide and United States reach. There has to be one lawyer out there that listens to this show. <laughs> I hope Someone not. Right? <laughs> right. I would love for them to email the show <laughs> info.medicmaterials at gmail.com and give us your honest thoughts of this topic. Like, I want to yeah. hear anyone's honest thoughts, right? <laughs> and and we'll have a follow-up episode if I get enough responses. Like, I I think I like where is the where's the pulse of the EMS community on this? Not just us, but where is everybody else? I would you guess know? it's probably split 50-50. That would I be would my, my best guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I think um I think next October when we go to vital signs, I think when we do our oh. questions, this should be a poll question. Cool, um, yeah. you know, drop a marble in a jar yeah. yes no you know whatever um into like a blacked out jar so they they don't know how many's in there because oh i don't want to be influenced oh there's right. more nose so i'm gonna go with the nose you know it's yeah. easy to influence people i think that would be a really interesting you know poll kind of thing uh um, i'd be yeah. curious to see where people stand on it i mean i'm with gerard i think it'll be pretty 50 50 yeah yeah i think so I, like I said, I, and I'm a convert because I was originally on the other side. Like, I don't, I don't, like, that's not what I'm there for. I don't want to carry. But now I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I want to carry. And I, I think. At the end of the day, I can't trust anybody with my life except me. Right. You know. And, and, I, and I think that's what hits at home, right? We talk all the time about scene safety and stuff like that. And you are responsible for maintaining that. You are not like you can't just go. Oh, well, the cops are here. Great, I don't yeah. have to worry about scene safety anymore. Right. Yeah. No. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do because they're yeah. gonna eventually make it worse. Yes. Well, I mean, not not not. Well, I guess I'll have to, you know, steal the 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 phrase from from Tombstone. But I know me personally. If I'm gonna skin that smoke wagon, <laughs> there's a reason it's coming out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not pulling it out to to point at somebody and say, now, 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 don't come at me, you know? Right. The, and I think that's where the training would come in, where you, you couldn't have people that just think that that's your go-to to avoid confrontation. No, that that's your go-to to avoid being killed. Right. Well, and you that's know? what we do. Like, we're in an age today where it used to be like, oh, if you put your hands on me, like, I'm going to have you arrested. Well, right. fun fact, that's not true. Right. They right. have to cause an actual injury. So you're telling me that I have to let this man bash my head in before anything can get done and you can go hands on with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, and then you have the mm. whole, you know, legal standing of, Oh, well, was it an excessive use right. of force to what they did to you? Oh, they weren't armed. Yeah. Because you know, people who aren't armed can't kill people. Right. right. You know, there's a whole mm. slew of, of bullshit. That would have it was to a great, go through. It was a great uh, video. I forgot who did it. Um, it was actually like one of like the main stream media kind of, uh, you know, things. They took a guy who was the head of the, like the BLM chapter out in like LA or something like that. Uh, someplace out in California. 
And they, the cops actually invited him. They said, well, look, why don't you come to a training day with us? We'll put you through the paces and you can see what it is we do and the yeah. training we go through. So that way we're don't just, we're not out there indiscriminately, you know, shooting people. The guy actually accepted, which was kind of cool. And it turned, it, it turned out to be really cool because, you know, they were there with the news doing it and they showed the cops go through the, the, the same scenario he went through first. The cops made the right decisions, right? They put him in the same scenarios. He squeezed the trigger and killed the person every time. Three different scenarios. All three individuals were unarmed and all three were, were pre presenting as a, except for one was presenting as a threat to him that he perceived as a threat to his life and he opened fire. Right. And in all three counts, he would have been wrong and he would have gone to jail. So. Yeah. And, th and that's... It, it was, it was eye opening, you know? Well, and, and I think that's what ultimately like, you know, this would be so much education. Yeah. In a complete, like you would need to start from the ground up. Yeah. De-escalation techniques, verbal de-escalation techniques. When's like, the last time you had a CME on that? Bingo. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. I I I should add that to the list. I will find I, so. I will find somebody to do that with because because I, I don't do see. That. Yeah, you don't see nothing like that anywhere. But that that should be a whole workshop. That's not oh. just like a CME that you talk to people. That is somewhere that you're there for eight hours and you're yeah. practicing on different scenarios. Yeah. Like I, I would love to put that together. Um, there you go. I, I know a guy, I know a guy. I see two um, people right there. One in one box, one in the other. They can figure it out. Yep. I, uh, I, <laughs> um, there's a, there's a, a guy. I don't know if he still listens to the show, um, uh, but I know he used to, um, and he does, um, martial arts training, uh, and has an EMS background. Uh, he's, he's a black belt in, in a couple different things. And he does classes where he mixes the martial arts with like first aid. Um, oh. and it's, it's Shut really, up and put this fucking bandaid on. It's really <laughs> like, I've, I've always, like, I've always wanted to watch one of these classes of it. That's my purse. I don't like, know you. They're, you're just, <laughs> We did a class like that, though, one of my other agencies, and it's like, oh, you know, somebody grabs your wrist. Like, how do you get them? Not that I'm trying to hurt them, but, like, right. how do I get them off my wrist and then right. down? And it was a 16-hour class, and it was one of the best ones I have ever done. Yeah, and, I, and, and honestly, I think that would be that would be really cool to, you know, to find somewhere that we could do that. Yeah. You know, partner with somebody and offer that as a medic materials thing. Yeah. Um, that you know we hold in a school gym somewhere, for, you know, a weekend. You know, I think that would be so cool, so yeah. flipping cool. It would. You would definitely be the only one doing it. Yeah. Um, and and you know the sad part is I don't know how many people would actually go to it. I know. You know because they go, Psh, I don't need it. That, that's a waste of my that's what, money. That's what ketamine's for. Right. That's what cops and ketamine are for. You know, and, and again, this is, again, why I wouldn't trust. Wow. Where did the, where did the sidewinder come from? He's going crazy. 
There's oh. a ghost in the machine. Oh, no. <laughs> I know what that was. Um, let me turn that off. Somebody must have just subscribed to our YouTube channel while we were. Get the fuck out of here. While oh. we were, yeah, because I, I have certain alerts that go off. Um, what? Yeah. There, there was a that that's that's the subscriber alert. So somebody apparently subscribed to our YouTube oh, channel funny. while we were recording. Um, that's fucking great. But uh, that yeah, thanks. That used to be from uh, uh, our our live stream days, and uh, I just I never took it out of the thing. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, like again, this is just another reason as to why I don't trust the people next to me. You know, right. and like, you know, cops trust that the next provider next to them, like the next LEO next to them is going to have their back and is going to know what to do in a safe manner. It's just like the military. You trust the men next to you to have your back and to know what to do. Yeah. I don't trust. Okay. I don't trust anybody to even intubate. <laughs> let al- I don't even trust them to not be a less a call, let alone, you know fire a firearm with me nearby <laughs> all right, I, I found i found the answer to it all ready Megan. ems ems canines dude oh, wouldn't oh, that be so oh. cool oh dude, my god give me a fucking belgian fur missile <laughs> all right that that rides in my truck with me that will stand there at attention salivating looking at the motherfucker right Waiting for my command oh. <laughs> to go ahead and take a big old chunk out of that ass. That would be so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> At mock fuck speed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. Right? Oh, man, wouldn't it be cool? Absolutely. Be like, I'd just be like, oh, hey, you might want to lower your voice. I, I don't get physical. I get upset. When I get upset, <laughs> he gets physical. <laughs> so you might want to tone it down a little bit. Right. And then you, and then you just... Make your, Don't upset the fur missile. Right. <laughs> and then you just make the the command. You don't even do it in like Ukrainian or Russian like they do to, you know, I, like, be all cool. You just sit there, one word, eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner or something. <laughs> oh, oh that'd shit. be so much fun. I'll be the same. <laughs> um well, guys, I, I think that was a I think there's a lot of good points to bring up in this. And I, I really would like to see what other people, um, you know, their thought process on this is and their yeah. opinions. Um, I mean, we're, you, we're getting killed now, you right. know, so it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's not just a thing that happens here and there now. I mean, it's, it's starting to happen more and more, more and more. Right. You know? If, if you guys feel like writing into the show, please do info.medicmaterials at gmail.com. Leave us an email, write us an email, whatever you want. I'm going to put this as a poll on the Facebook page, um, as well. Um, you can't dance on it. It's just, you just click the buttons. You just click the buttons, but I'd, I'd like to see the general consensus, you know, just in our Facebook community. Um, on whether or not they would be for this or not. Um, and, and again, maybe we could have some, some dialogue, you know, on a, on a future episode. Maybe I can get, um, that, uh, that one guy, I I honestly can't remember his name right now, but maybe I can get him on here to just discuss some things, um, with regards to personal safety and, and mitigating those, those types of things. Um, but before I before I leave you guys go, uh, I do have one update from a previous episode. 
Oh. Um, remember our um, episode, Gerard? It was you and me, the OGs. Oh, the OG. Uh, yeah. Where the uh, the ambulance crew kicked out that guy having difficulty yes. breathing. Yes. Uh, so one of those providers did indeed lose their job. Um, so they... Uh, was it? Oh, my God. I honestly don't know which one it was. Uh, Wait, is that I, the one that the cops came on after, and then they're like, "Hey, I don't think he's breathing." Um, is there a video on that? There is a video on it. Yeah, um, and that, that happened out by you guys, didn't it? Uh, further northwest. Starts with a U. No, nope. Oh. Bigger R. Uh, I believe it was S. Uh no, it might have been R. It was R or S. No, I think it was R. Because yeah. people can't look at maps and figure out what the fuck we're talking about, right? That's fine. It's all over the news. Like, right. Yeah, all they it. have to do is Google it, and they'll be like, boom, commercial ambulance. Here it is. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not throwing them under the bus. They throw themselves under it enough. Right, <laughs> right. That shit sells I itself. Need, I don't need to help <laughs> right. them. Right. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so update is they one of those providers did indeed lose their jobs. The other ones are still being investigated. Uh, as well as the state still has their investigation pending. Yeah. So, uh, as well as the city, the city is like I said, man. I, I, you know, one two on that. So maybe maybe getting a female perspective on that because it was just two dudes talking about you know what we would do if we were that girl. You know, it, your um, vagina was beautiful that day. Well, I I I I like to keep it nice and in shape. You know, um, <laughs> I take pride in my vagina, and. Uh, Wow, those are words you never ever would have thought you were gonna say when you woke up this morning. You know, <laughs> oh but uh, here I am saying it. All right. Uh, oh my goodness! Fantastic. Uh, but no, so like, yeah, you know, it was, you know, the the initial thing was the dude grabbing her and all that stuff. But then, you know, afterwards. When the cops were there, the situation was under control. The dude was under control. I agree. I would have never done that. I mean, okay. I don't like to play Monday morning quarterback because I wasn't right. there. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw the video, but okay. I wasn't there with them arriving, feeling the feels, but no. Mm -mm. Yeah, I didn't think so. I mean, like, uh, like I said, I, you know, I can't speak as a female because I'm not, nor do I identify as one, uh, you know, because I have male parts. And but I was talking about this. But, uh, <laughs> I was talking about this at work, and like I have my half of my twenty-four hour shift is typically with a female partner, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's an all-female crew!" And like, "Oh my god, who and, the fuck cares?" Yeah. Well, well here's cares? the thing with this, right? <laughs> I can't tell you how many patients are like, "Oh, you got to let the boys do it. You can't do it. You got to let the boys do it." Yeah, I've, I've seen patients do that. Yeah. Now you're gonna have somebody who grabs my arm like this. Does that hurt? No. Am I scared? No. He's not coming after. He's sitting on the stretcher. There was nothing impressive about this. This man is dying. So, so I mean, let's let's just say he was aggressive, and he grabbed her aggressive, and all that stuff. All that ended by the time the cops got there. Exactly. There's and she, the scene is she, ever evolving. Right, and and, and she carried she on like it was kept on going. Right. And the fact you know? that she sat, the one girl sat at the back of the, or was standing at the back of the stretcher and was like, "You got to get out and help yeah. him out." Yeah. Right. Yeah. My mom. Yeah. yeah I'm like. I'm like somewhere, nowhere in that whole little fucking thing. Somewhere, voice in your head didn't say, "I'm fucking up." Right. Yeah. You know? well, maybe he's actually sick. Well, and 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 right. And what Gerard and I were mostly talking about was all of the actions that, 
you know, and again, who knows? We weren't in there. There's no video of what happened inside the truck. Right. And I'll, I'll, I'll he, give her whatever happened before right. the cops got there. Maybe he did get aggressive. Who knows? Right. You know, but we also have to think the medical look of things. Why was he acting that way? He was complaining exactly. of shortness of breath. You could hear him grunting in the video. Exactly. Like he was, you know, he was clearly, you know, hypoxic, hypoxic and was <laughs> probably gnawing at her in a hypoxic fashion. Exactly. Like they do. You're telling, and I 100% agree. Call the cops. If somebody was grabbing me and they were maybe in an anxious state or right. an elevated state, 100% I'm going to call the cops. Maybe I'll even like step to the back, open the doors. If he wants to run, he can run. Right. Wait till I'm safe. But to just sit there and be like, okay, you have to go. Yeah. Well, no. Why did you call the cops then? Right. Yeah. Right. To get him out. That blows my mind. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I think all the providers in, in there, you know, should. Well, the only one was that paramedic that showed up. It was the guy that came after. Right. Yeah, but he actually that... looked and was like, oh, he's not okay. Yeah, right. but but he was making phone calls as that guy was on the ground. So even he stood there and was like, yeah. "I mean, there may there may have also been like that 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 fog of war type thing where you know he's just, he's getting there and he's like, what the fuck did I just walk into?' Right. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he was calling know. for more, like more more assets. You know. Yeah. Like, call hey, his supervisor. Another, right. Maybe we need a, you know another truck here or something. I don't know. Right. You know, and, and I was thinking about it. You know, after we did the episode, and I was like. Yeah, you know, the, like we were joking about, you know, the cops kind of stand there, like, oh, should we Narcan him or should we Narcan him? You know, and, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I couldn't, I can't, I can't fault the cops either because it's an EMS call. It's not their job. They it's, don't know. Right. The right. They, don't, they don't know. They don't right. know. They're like, well, is EMS going to come do something? I mean, the dude's on the floor. Right. You know? Right. They have no idea. It, <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, that, that whole call was just yeah. unreal, unflipping real. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's all I got for you guys today. I appreciate your time and opinions. Um, I, again, appreciate all of the people who listen to this show faithfully, yes. uh, the growing fan base and, uh, the fact that you guys, you know, I just saw, uh, a couple posts, uh, you, he who done did it knows who, who I'm talking about. Um, but, uh, I just saw a couple posts, uh, you know, on the Facebook feed of, of them sharing this show out to their, oh. you know, Facebook world. So, Sweet. you know, the fact that, you know, people enjoy it enough to share it with other people and say, Hey, you have to listen to these idiots that, that, <laughs> that warms my heart beyond belief. So thank you very much for all, yeah, all that everybody real. does. Uh, you know, to keep us going and, you know, all the CME stuff. And now that we're growing and getting agencies involved and stuff, you know, uh, I'm, I'm doing a three hour CME session tomorrow over zoom. Um, you know, I have another one coming up, uh, at an agency. Um, you know, so the education is getting out there, which I think is, is really cool and epic. And, uh, hopefully we'll, you know, mold some, you know, what did what, uh, what would what uh oh uh young my young skulls of full of mush that's what I was thinking of uh, yes um Gerard gets that reference I could yeah. wish it was smoother but I'm sorry it wasn't but Gerard Rocky Road Gerard lead us away man well I was going to say congratulations to our new helicopter nurse thank yeah. you yeah woo Very so we'll, we'll we'll call it. Uh, 
bling wing donuts. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more information about us and the podcast, or if you'd like to send us one of your messed up calls to review, visit medic-materials.com. There you can also find out how to earn continuing education credits just by listening to the podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Until next time, remember, when your naked method patient jumps up and runs away, it's okay to mark it as no patient found. <laughs>